New Year! Welcome yeah, no to kidding. Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC. We are glad you have joined us today. And I am Julie Adams, your host, and I am joined by Pastor Pat. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Well, hi, Julie. I hope you guys had a great Christmas holiday, and here we are in the new year, and we're raring to go, right? Yes, we sure are. Hey, Pat, did you know that this is our 50th episode of our podcast? Oh, my goodness. That is wonderful to hear. I just love that. Yeah. It. It's been fun, and it's been, I think, helpful uh, as we have been able to kind of take an Anabaptist look at things um, as they uh, as they go on around us, and um, and we're doing this, you know, I'm just I'm being transparent. We're doing this a little differently today uh, because mm-hmm. of uh, the shutdown and things. We're we're actually both remote from the church, uh, and so we're we're um, so if it sounds just a tad different, uh, we're we're doing this by, by telephone with each other. So we're giving you away all of our secrets of what we do around <laughs> here. So that's right. This sure has been a year of learning. <laughs> it has. I I said to Julie the other day, would you have believed a year ago that you would be uh, heading up all of our audio visual things and being the host of a podcast and that type of thing? Boy. Oh, the difference a year makes, huh? Oh, that's for sure. It's <laughs> I wouldn't know where to begin <laughs> to describe how different it is, but yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are in the uh, brand new year, and mm-hmm. uh, we started uh, uh, with our brand new series uh, simply called Follow Me as we look at discipleship. You know, uh, back in the day when all of us could be at church quite easy, um, I think it would have been easy for us to kind of say, well, I get my discipleship from the Sunday morning service or from Sunday school or when the life group meets uh, every couple of weeks. And all of those things have been difficult to do in 2020. So um, this is a, a great series for us to be able to look at discipleship, our our own walk with the Lord. What does it mean to really follow Jesus? We say we're we're followers of Jesus, but what does that mean? And what does it look like? And what does it look like during COVID? So mm-hmm. I think those are all important questions, don't you, Julie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it looks like over the next several weeks, we're looking at three different elements. Can you tell us a bit more about each one of them? Well, I think the elements uh, that we're going to be looking at are really going to be, I think, are going to be really helpful to us. Because when we think about following Jesus, it really boils down to being able to um, understand Jesus on a daily basis. And and looking at following him, it means to be with him, Mm -hmm. uh, finding ways to, uh, in our prayer time or just to meditate upon him, to think about him. And then we certainly hope that will lead us to act like Jesus, that we will conduct ourselves um, as Jesus would have us to, that we would model his behavior, that we would, that we would just in following him, people could see Jesus in us. And then I think it's important that it leads us to love like Jesus, 
What does that mean? Yes. We as Christians are, are the Bible says in first John that we're known by our love. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to, we're going to look at those things and kind of take a hard, honest look at uh, following Jesus in these three areas. And um, so I, I'm kind of excited about it. And, and this is message number one uh, in the first part of that uh, look at Jesus. And we're going to, we're, we're going to look at today how that Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water in the midst of a huge storm. Mm-hmm. You, you ever been in a big storm, Julie? Well, you know, I've certainly experienced storms, mostly from inside my home. And, you know, most <laughs> I can think of, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> my children yeah. and how sometimes they are fearful. They'll say, I heard something. I saw something. There was a bright mm-hmm. light outside. There was, It's noisy. And it will say, oh, it's just the storm. But they're afraid, mm-hmm. you know. And yes. um, so I can certainly appreciate the element of fear and, um, you know, especially in a in a boat. Like, I just kind of picture not a very huge vessel, like not a cruise ship, certainly. And, um, no, you know, no. water, water is so powerful. It is just incredibly powerful. It can cut through rocks given enough time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you right. knew this about me, Pat. I used to be a lifeguard. So I... Um, no. I feel yeah, and I feel, so I feel quite strongly about water and how how scary it can be, how dangerous it can be and you know, um when you become a lifeguard, they they teach you that no one is immune to drowning. So you can be the best yeah. swimmer, but you can still take on a mouthful of water, you can still get a cramp and and it mm-hmm. can take you down. So it's really water is something to be, you know, respected. And I'm sure they felt that too, even you know, fishermen are good swimmers. Oh yeah, overboard and <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I I think that you're exactly right. I think water you have to have a pretty healthy respect for mm-hmm. and a healthy fear of. You know, um, uh, a lot of our church folks know that Carol and I love to boat. We have a nineteen and a half foot uh, runabout, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a bow rider. And but it's also a fishing boat. It's got a live well in it and things. And and so um, so we use that boat for fishing. We use it for the grandkids. And mm-hmm. and um, and as boats go, I mean, it's like you said, it's not a cruise ship, but it's but it's not a little dinky canoe either. And and yet right. Carol and I have have uh, been several times in the last five years or so that we've lived here, we've got, we've been caught out on Lake Erie. It can happen so quickly. And we've Mm -hmm. been caught on Lake Erie where the waves come up all of a sudden, the wind, uh, rain, and um, wow. uh, It's, (laughs) we've got caught several times in three and four foot waves and (coughs) excuse me. And it, it really is a scary moment when you look out and you see water on each side of you and, and you hear the wind and you're just trying to power through it. And, and you get to the Harbor where you come through the, the little, uh, where the breakwaters are and you come through into mm-hmm. the Harbor and you go, Oh, I'm so we glad to be in calm water. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine the disciples, you know, Jesus had sent them ahead and uh, they had had a very busy day as it was. And now they're fighting the storm and they didn't have a, a motor to use. They had to use their skill as fishermen and uh, know how to use the sails to work in their advantage and to row. 
And uh, the Bible says that they had labored all night and hadn't gotten very far. Oh, that'd be scary. It sure and, would, yeah. And I, would, I, I was thinking about this. You know, Jesus allowed them to be in that storm. You ever that, thought about it, that? Yeah. Well, not really until you mentioned it, but... Um, he yeah, sent them ahead. He... he knew that they would it be would in that storm. Yeah. And, and so you're tempted to say, well, why would Jesus on purpose put them in a storm? And mm-hmm. I think it's important to realize that uh, he didn't cause the storm, but Jesus uh, sent them knowingly into uh, a tough situation. And I think really the answer is so that he could show himself strong on their behalf, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and I think it's interesting that Jesus had was praying for them. You know, he had stayed behind to pray and to meditate and rest a little bit. And uh, Jesus undoubtedly prayed for them, knowing that they would be uh, in for a rough night. You know, and that and that blows my mind to hear that. You know, I've never, I can honestly say, I've never actually thought about Jesus praying for me before. I, yeah. You know, that's just something that didn't occur to me that, yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing to me. It is kind of mind-blowing when you think about it, that, to, to think that, you know, that Jesus up in heaven is talking to the Father on our behalf. And, mm-hmm. uh, wow. Um, and here he was. He He was praying for them in the storm they were in. The Bible says in Romans 8, um, Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for Mm -hmm. us, that he is there praying on our behalf. He is there um, knowing that what all life is going to throw at us, he's right there and uh, knows about it. And that just blows my mind, too, to think that he would be praying for us. Yeah, that's that's a really humbling thought, you know. I like how you said that. Yeah, it is a Mm -hmm. humbling thought. And then think about this. Um, Jesus then walked on the water (laughs) and went out to them in their storm. And uh, and you'll notice that they looked and saw him coming. And instead of saying, hey, here comes Jesus, they go, hey, there's a ghost out here or there's an apparition (laughs) out here. Yep. You know, and and I'm going – when I read the story, I'm going, really – Guys, it didn't dawn on you that, that that could be Jesus, but it didn't. And that, that just shows you that in the midst of our storm, we should be looking for Jesus to show up. And they yes. weren't. They were going to fight that thing in their own strength, and they couldn't get mm-hmm. anywhere. Isn't that an interesting thought? That is a very interesting thought. Yeah, that's not where their, yeah, where their focus was. That's not where their focus was. That's a good way to put no. it. And so and so it just really speaks to me that Jesus will come to us in our storm. But, you know, we ought to be looking for him to be there. And we shouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. when he shows up. Um, no, isn't I bet that there's people the listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it tends to be human nature, right? Mm-hmm. Why Why would we be surprised when Jesus showed up? shows up? Yet we are I often. know. I know. I, I agree with you. I uh, We've had things happen where the Lord just showed up at the right time. And Carol and I have said, well, why are we so surprised? 
you know, uh, but we are. And I think Jesus just understands our frailty, you know, but mm-hmm. I do think, I do think that in our storm, that health storm we're in, or that financial storm, or that relationship storm, or just the COVID season that we've been in that's been so uh, rough and rocky and windy and, and, you know, we feel slammed from it. You know, we need to look for Jesus in this season, in this storm that we've gone through, because he's there and he's been there the whole time. And he'll mm-hmm. walk with us and to us. We just shouldn't be surprised. I, we should be looking for him. You know, I yeah, love that absolutely. about him. And then what does Peter say? Peter says, well, Lord, if that's you, let me get out of this boat and walk to you. And holy cow, I love that, that that Peter, you know, there's probably 11 or 12 guys in that boat. And, uh, you know, none of them were saying, well, you go first. Oh, no, hey, you go see him. No, no, you go see him. <laughs> Peter says, he says, if that's really you, let me come to you. And Jesus says, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, come on. I can see him extending his hand, you know. And so Mm -hmm. here is Peter who's walking. He's the only mortal human being that's ever walked on water. He walked on the water. He's walking firmly. His feet are on top of the water like on a sidewalk. And and he's, he's doing it. And then why does he start to fall, Julie? What happens? What? Why do you think he began because he falling takes, into the... He takes his eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and Jesus is always going to use what scares us to draw us closer to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you think about it, here was Peter scared to death, but at least he got out of the boat. At least he was willing to walk toward Jesus. And yes. yeah... Yeah, I think he saw the storm and he heard the thunder and he saw the lightning and, yeah, he took his eyes off the Lord. And I've done the same thing before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've looked at what's going on around me instead of just keeping my eyes on the Lord, keeping mm-hmm. my eyes on his word, his teachings. And so I just want to encourage people as we begin 2021, you don't have to be scared. You know, we we know that Jesus is in the storm with us. He's going to walk along with us. He's going to get to us. And let's just keep our eyes on him during this time. Let's just keep mm-hmm. our faith knowing that he's there. Even when we feel alone, even when we think we're battling the wind all by ourselves, we're not. Yeah. And I just think that's a powerful, powerful thing for us to begin the year thinking about. I was thinking about this as well, Uh, that moment of silence there. I was thinking that Jesus is probably going to ask some of us to get out of our boat and walk to him in the storm we're in. And I don't know what somebody who's listening today is going through, but Jesus is going to ask you to step out of your boat. And you know what? you can't see the miraculous and you can't see the powerful things happen. You can't see these great faith journeys until you get out of the boat and start walking toward him. And so, uh, yeah, you may get your knees wet, but you know what? Jesus is going to be there and his hand extended. And I just think that's a great way for us to begin 
2021 thinking about that today. And I, I hope that's an encouragement to somebody as we as we close out today. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Pastor Pat. Um, so we're glad you joined us today for our podcast, and uh, we hope it was an encouragement to you. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, you can email him at pat at wingfleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with a suggestion and text idea, I'd love to hear from you as well. You can reach me at julie at wingfleetbic.com. So we hope and pray that you have a great week. And we're looking forward to connecting with you and talking to you again next week. We will look forward to it and we wish you a happy new year and a great week. And we'll see you next time. We love you. Bye.